0: All right. We are live for a Sunday edition of the people's talk show. And as always, it's good to connect before Monday morning when the markets open, just because it's good to say that it's going to be a lot of turmoil for the remainder of this week, month, possibly year. But anyway, hope everyone's doing well. Happy Sunday to everybody. Hope everyone had a great, uh, relaxing weekend. But here we are Sunday night. Uh, and I wanted to just pinpoint and highlight some of the key concerns heading into this week, <clears throat> outside of everything that you guys keep an eye on. But as you guys can see above my head here, you know, basically just checking off one failed bank one by one. And so around me here, I have a couple of banks that have been exposed for being insolvent as well as uh, irresponsible in reference to uh, how they've handled their depositors funds and, and things of that nature. So here we are now, and it looks like the next uh, too Big to Fail Bank is up, you know, it, it's up up next and it happens to be the center of all the G-SIBs. And of course, I want to jump right in and share with you exactly what I'm referring to here. So, of course, this is the systemic chart of all the G-SIBs and in the dab smack center of this happens to be Deutsche Bank. And so wherever Deutsche Bank goes, it's probably good to say that's where the world goes, where it will follow suit. So we're going to get into that as well as share with you some other things to keep an eye on that has just been brought to my attention. But anyway, hope everyone is doing well. Let me know where you're watching from in the chat. If we got any first time viewers, let me know if you haven't already, make sure you guys hit the thumbs up button, show some love for the channel. Hopefully that helps with the algorithms and allows more people to plug in and get a chance to hear an alternative message outside of what the mainstream narrative is. So as always hit that thumbs up. And if you don't mind hit that share button, put it out there in your social feeds and let some people join us so they can get plugged in that's what it's all about and also I want to make sure i remind everybody if you haven't connect with rtd on all these alternative media platforms here as well just in case we're disconnected and uh, i definitely do 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 some wonders for the channel and also if you guys would like to be a blessing to the channel uh any support is appreciated uh, there are some links in the description as well where you can be a blessing to the channel if you so see fit to do so appreciate you all right let me acknowledge a couple people And then I have three or four headlines and some some things I want to touch on and uh, basically just prepare everybody for this upcoming week. And just on my end, just my thought process and what I've been doing more of, which is, which is, of course, getting my weight up. And so uh, you never have too much weight, especially when the Fiat Ponzi scheme is coming to a uh, coming to a halt or it's about to be ramped up to the point where it's going to be quite obvious what our primary problems are outside of our government problems. It's going to be the currency. But uh, we'll jump into that. So let me acknowledge a couple of people. We have Jason Scott checking in. We got Reggie Reg. Uh, let me see your solo checking in. Bougie Prepper. Appreciate you. Um, what else you got here? Uh, any first time viewers? Definitely love to give you a shout out. Conscious Observer. Appreciate you. We got Phil and Wright checking in as well. OK. Fair amount of people here. Appreciate you guys, man. All right. Um, yeah, let's jump right in. So uh, what better way to pick up than how the week ended this Friday? And uh, it happens to be around a, uh, you know, another secret meeting, a closed door meeting and the meeting and I move my little graph here and the meeting of course doesn't come in as, as, as by surprise whatsoever, just because uh, there was another meeting that was held just two weeks ago. And as a result of that meeting came some, what we consider radical or, um, emergency policy. And of course we got the BTPF, whatever, that special facility that was created to backstop the big depositors. so that was the first meeting. And so the question is what comes next, as far as tomorrow market opening because of this last meeting that took place on Friday. So I did a quick, a little, um, what you call it, a little short, basically just describing this information here. But it says, Yellen, chairs meeting of FSOC regulators amid a banking turmoil. So as of Friday, her and all the other regulators got together to discuss the systemic event that's unfolding right now. And I bet you it has everything to do with what's happening over in Europe as the contagion, of course, has just had a ripple effect. It's going throughout the world. And so because of Deutsche Bank, basically being exposed market market share down things of that nature no doubt they are in talks with other central banks on how they can try to plug the hole that's starting to leak right now and so just real quick i highlighted some things here uh, and i'll just thumb through them real quick share my two cents on it then get to some other things that's worth keeping an eye on as well and of course you know there's a lot of turmoil uh, outside of the financial system that's unfolding as well so we're going to get to that, and then I'm going to open the phone lines, and I want to hear what you guys are keeping an eye on, what's on your radar. So if you got thoughts, ideas, suggestions, or whatever you're seeing in your neck of the woods, feel free to let us know when uh, the phone lines open up. But real quick, it says U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Chair had a closed meeting with the Financial Stability Oversight Council on Friday. It says the Treasury said in a media advisory that the meeting was scheduled for Friday morning and thus far it has not provided any details or readouts of its conclusions. Says the body of financial regulators led by Janet Yellen, including the head of the Federal Reserve, the FDIC, Security Exchange Commission, regulatory agencies last met on March 12th. And it says that was the same day the FDIC, Fed and the Treasury announced emergency actions to backstop all the deposits. So basically, whenever they have these emergency meetings, the end result of that is some type of policy to basically solve some their their way of trying to solve some type of problem but ultimately they're just making it worse <laughs> and so it says here the Friday FOC meeting came as the global banking contagion fears uh, again caused European bank stocks to sharply fall Deutsche Bank and UBS knocked by worries that the regulators and central banks have not yet contained the worst shocks since 2008 yelling again sought to calm fears. Of further bank deposit runs on Thursday <clears throat> telling us lawmakers that she was prepared to repeat actions taken in the Silicon Valley signature bank failures to safeguard unassured bank deposits. If failures threaten more deposit runs it says <clears throat> those actions to invoke quote systemic risk exceptions were taken by Yellen. So just to sum that up for you real quick, the last meeting that took place March 12th were, as it says here too. uh, It says to evoke systemic risk exceptions. So my point is come tomorrow as a result of Deutsche Bank and everything like that. There may be more uh, systemic risk uh, exceptions that will be made. And it has nothing to do with our banks directly. It's going to be about Deutsche Bank and a lot of the European banks just because of their issues that unfortunately happens to be denominated a lot in dollars. So that's just something that uh, come tomorrow. I'm sure there's going to be another announcement of some kind. So we'll find out how that goes. So anyway, keep it moving. But uh, I thought that was definitely worth something to start off with, because this is what it's all about right here. And this is uh, from Friday, of course, but Deutsche Bank shares dropped 13 percent as global banking crisis anxieties swell. And so, as I mentioned before, Deutsche Bank is at the center of all of this because it is the biggest of the biggest globally systemic important banks due to its derivatives exposure. And I don't know the exact number off the top of my head, but if it's the focal point of all this GC of derivatives contagion mess, it's good to say that it's well beyond what I think JP Morgan's, who is the U.S.'s biggest bank with the most exposure, which I want to say last time I checked, I had something upset. I think it's at 54 I think I said $54 trillion or something. It was some large number. And that's probably a lowball number, but forget, I'm I'm not sure the exact number, but it's, it's up there. And so that was the, what the meeting was about. But then here's something that really caught my attention. And so of course, what better way to uh, really solidify the fact that things are bad other than the IMF chief, (laughs) a couple of weeks too late, warns global financial stability at risk from banking turmoil. So when I read that, if we just flip it upside down, you give it an alternative twist. IMF chief warns of a global financial meltdown as a result of the banking turmoil. <laughs> and so uh, just some things that really stood out to me here in this article, which is something that I didn't really consider prior to. And I highlighted a little something here, but uh, Christina Lena, the managing director of the Washington-based lender of last resort said, rising interest rates have put pressure on debts leading to stresses in leading economies oh you think so and she's been the one she's been the leading advocate for telling governments and central banks to continue to stay the course literally stay the course in this global interest rate hiking quantitative tightening experiment that they've been running off and all of a sudden she's playing as if like the result of all that happens to just come out of nowhere come on now it's coordinated. It. But here's something that's worth mentioning that we will probably find out more about as well. It says Gwendoza said that an economic stress increase in the UK, EU and U.S. so-called shadow banks, a term for non-bank financial institutions could further expose cracks in the financial system. So basically the shadow banks, all those really big, large institutions that are intermingled amongst the banking sector that are subsidiaries of some of the too big to fail banks. They're next, and they're outside of the control of the financial regulator. So what does that mean? There's going to be even more contagion that will cause the Federal Reserve to have to really begin to ramp up more backstops, not just for central banks or commercial banks, but eventually non-bank financial institutions, as well as the real estate market. It's, 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 it's ugly. But the shadow banks is a whole other area that I haven't even talked about, and she's admitting that that's of concern. She says here, quote, we do believe it could be a source of problems for the whole financial system. And we uh, need to be careful. (laughs) Oh, really? We need to be careful. So these are her buddies. These are people that she and her counterparts work with. And she's saying that we need to be careful since when did we get involved in all this? But I rest my case. And then the last little bit here from this article here, it says these non banks, which are outside the supervision powers of central banks, such as the ECB, had taken, quote, a lot of risk during times of very low interest rates and all while growing as shares of the financial system in Europe. So she's referring to the non financial too big to fail institutions in, in Europe which, of course, the Federal Reserve will have to get on board to help bail them out because everything that they're probably dealing with is predominantly done in dollar terms. So shadow banking is going to be a whole nother area that uh, the world will be introduced to as they fail. We won't hear nothing about them, really. We're just going to hear about more and see charts of just, you know, the Fed's balance sheet continue to go above nine trillion. There's going to be 10 trillion. This will be 11 trillion. All of a sudden, they're going to be tightening and so-called and so-called hiking rates at the same time, which makes absolutely no sense. But then again, this is the world we're living in. So I'm sure no one's surprised. All right. Let me uh, I I want to acknowledge this uh, super chat here. Debt and regret. Appreciate you, man. It says CBC. CNBC is finally taking talking about gold and being uh, bullish. Sheeple may be waking up finally. Hey. If and I, so CNBC is 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 one of those channels that they have a broad audience, and so hopefully that does help. And on top of that, uh, I even saw something that was just shared on CNN. I'll I'll grab it in a second, but it was talking about the current banking contagion and how the Fed's out of control printing too much. I'm thinking like, whoa, they calling out their own people. So yeah, that's good news, and it's always good to be early holding something that's a barbarous relic, than be too late trying to get it when it costs more units of currency to actually grab one of them.
1: This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com.
0: Those things. So, of course, everybody here is well in tune and know what's going on. So, definitely some good stuff there, but... Yeah. uh, It's it's just in the beginning phases. So here's another little article here. I'm just trying to highlight some of the things that took place from last week, set up the case for what we're going to experience this week. And of course, gold and silver will be a recipient of the confidence of the transfer of confidence out of the traditional legacy system back into the old archaic barbarous relic system of tangible real assets such as gold and silver. And of course, the speculative assets are going to get a pump as well. We know that. But. Uh, nothing to really ride home with. But here's another little headline that caught my attention. Uh, and this is as a result of what's what's going on in Switzerland, because Switzerland has put themselves in a very bad predicament because they have put. Basically, the too big to fail bank, i.e. Credit Suisse and UBS ahead of their own citizenry in reference to the bailout policies that they put in place where well, ultimately the citizens of Switzerland will be on the hook. But then again, the central bank itself is already having trouble just because they can't handle the load of supporting their own two big to fail banks and the pushback they're getting from the citizens. because Switzerland has a lot of wealthy individuals as well as institutions. So it's good to say a lot of those people are not too happy. But then again, the uber wealthy in Switzerland, they have funds scattered throughout the world as well as large holdings of precious metals. So they have that counterbalance that they're going to they're pr- print the mess out to Swiss franc. But then again, the uber wealthy ho- owns large amounts of metal. So they're going to make up whatever is lost in purchasing power right into the metal. So those people won't be hurt on average. But anyway, real quick, it says a too big to fail regime for banks just doesn't work. Swiss minister says the economic damage c- c- would be considerable. And so this is basically this young lady here, she's criticizing the approach that was taken in reference to bailing out credit suites, saying that it's not sustainable. It won't last. It won't work. Something's going to give. And she's just basically being honest and saying that, you know, they're going against what their initial policy was. And this is the part that's very concerning. This is where it gets a little tricky right now, because we're witnessing the contagion starting from the banking sector. But it's eventually going to trickle into the sovereign debt level, where as a result of the losses that are being taken because of the interest rate hikes and things of that nature, there's a lot of mistrust in government debt these days, even though people still run into it for safety because you get three, 4%, put it in two year treasuries, whatever. But it's like, come on now, the underlying object of that is the currency itself which the federal reserve is printing buku amounts or pledging buku amounts to everyone on the planet so the monetary base at some point will continue to increase and that is the definition of inflation and so what she's talking about here is that the original policy was not to be bailing out these banks but they knew that something was going to give and i'm wondering like why the change in pace because initially it was written in all the central bank documentations and government documentations to actually bail in depositors and so what made them go against the grain because in the ecb here in the u.s all the idea the idea of bailing in is written in stone is written in law so it's lawful to bail in but they're not doing that right now so is it too early or will they let this continue to just ripple out of control until some other event so that's kind of why i'm wondering like She's calling out her own people for going against what they were supposed to do because they weren't supposed to step in with this magnitude to where they're doing more damage. They're doing more. They're doing more short term damage than they anticipate doing. So we'll find out. But Hmm. they're not bailing bailing in the Swiss. They're bailing out the bank. So it just goes to show where their priorities lie. It happens to be in the financial sector. Okay. so a couple other things that caught my attention Um, right now, there is just just some more events to pay attention to um i'll bring it to your attention but here we have another event and this is as of four hours ago but it says philadelphia is on high alert following a major chemical spill in the delaware river so i'm not sure you know what chemical spill but it's just amazing how between train derailments food processing plants being burned down crops being sabotaged toxic water i mean just like damn they're trying to kill us you know, at a, at a at a rapid rate these days. But here you got people shopping for water, the bear that, that's the basic necessity for to, for existence is water and food, and that's where they're sticking into society the most. So, just thought I'd bring it to your attention. For my people out of Philly, let me know what you're seeing. And then here's another one that's interesting. So Netanyahu, who came back in office, uh, just fired his defensive minister, and the people in Israel right now are on the streets. So they're very pissed with how things are going there. And it's just more chaos and turmoil there, but may may not hear nothing about it anywhere else, but it is what it is. So, but yet, so what we have here come tomorrow morning, market's is going to open up, expect two things, a fake rally or more contagion spillover. And of course, Europe opens up sooner than the U.S. So we're going to find out if the contagion continues with Deutsche Bank. And of course, let me see here. There was a couple more banks that was having some issues and they also happen to be GSIB. So I'll put this on the screen here. Um, So this is just my little chart here. So we had Credit Suisse already got bailed in by UBS. But then I heard something about Commerce Bank, which is over to the far left. Their stock price was down. And then uh, let me see what your other one, uh, B&B, b was also down. And there was another one that I need to keep an eye on. Um, uh, I don't see it, but was another I think it's this back here, but I can't see what that word is because it's like more of an acronym. But anyway, so um, the contagion continues on, man, and it doesn't help confidence whatsoever in the system. The more people wake up, the more it is going to be a flight to safety. And of course, more people will be receptive and open to trying to figure out what to do with their life savings and all those future promises that tie it up and denominated in dollars. And then also for the video I did earlier about uh, the Kenyan president, uh, Mr. Ruto, who basically gave a quick little speech. And of course, it goes a lot deeper than that segment that he mentioned about uh, the dollar with the next couple of weeks, because I also think that there's going to be some banking there. There's currently some banking issues in his country, which makes it a lot easier to talk about dollars. And so uh, we'll find out what that what he's talking about there. But, you know, just no coincidence that there's a lot of pressure and concerns in the global economy about the current medium of exchange that the world has used for so long. Confidence in, in the actual fiat currency, a.k.a. the Federal Reserve System. And everything to do with the Swift and everything like that is being questioned because they're preparing some alternatives. So we'll find out what they are in the days ahead. But yeah, just thought you guys want to know. So as you see around me here, one by one. And so right here, uh, let me see. Let me move myself out of the way. I don't know where I'm at. Where am I at? Uh, let me see here. Nope. So we got Deutsche Bank here, and we got all, they got Credit Suisse. We got SVB, we got Signature Bank, and then we got uh, Signature Bank here. Nope. Then we got Silvergate here, and then First Republic right here. So we got BMO, PNC, Goldman Sachs. So we got, you know, a couple more before we can get to uh, uh, really find out what's going on outside of this, outside of the commercial banking system. Because I just mentioned the non uh, the shadow banks that we don't really know much about, though. So anyway, uh, Jax, I appreciate you. It says character holding their head in the hand saying you're my number one. Oh, appreciate you. Thank you for the love offering. OK, well, enough of me ranting, man. Let's get the phone lines open. I want to hear from you guys. Let me know uh, what's on your radar. Of course, there's a lot of subjects out here we can touch on. So I'm curious to hear what you guys are keeping an eye on. But before I do that, let me make sure I give a shout out to my people for Patriot for being a blessing to the channel. And I want to also make sure you guys continue to prepare because you see all this chaos happening around us. So you can never be too prepared in reference to having life's necessities. necessity. So hold on there get your thoughts and calls ready. And we're going to take some calls in a second. You know that China is hoarding a massive amount of food. They will soon have over two-thirds of the globe's corn reserves, over half of its rice, and over half of its wheat. But when asked about it, China lies. So what does China know that we don't? China is the world's number one importer, relying on the rest of the world to keep their people fed. This makes them the canary in the coal mine when it comes to global food shortages. As Americans, we need to be prepared for potential food shortages. That's where For Patriot Survival Food comes in. Their kits are compact, stackable and have received a 5-star review for their flavor and taste, and right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by using code RTD at checkout at fourpatriots.com. Don't wait, prepare today. Once again, use code RTD at fourpatriots.com and save 10% on your first purchase. All right, let's uh get the phone lines open and see what we got here. And uh yeah, let me know what's on your radar. Let get somebody. Hello caller, where you call from? Steve from FEMA Region. What's going on, my friend?
2: Yeah. um, uh, The Operation Sandman, uh, I dropped dropped a video in there uh, for you from uh, Steve Quill. Yeah. uh, It's
0: from uh, last year. All right. I got it up right here. Let me put it on the screen here. All right. Go ahead. Boy, give me your thoughts on that. I'll pass it forward.
2: Yeah, yeah, he uh, he he went through it all all last year. On that, they're gonna pick their day and time, and pull the plug on uh, at their choosing. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I think you did a show. You, you did a show on it the, either the same day as that, or mm-hmm. or the day after. I know we talked about it.
1: Yeah.
2: But anyway, if you can repost that video to people, so let them watch it uh, and let um, let him explain all of that sand man um and that's that's all i have tonight yeah. and, and i'm out. not I'm to, uh, just watching the rest of the show
0: bro good deal appreciate the call my friend i just i just forwarded over to the telegram group appreciate you all right, yeah yeah good stuff man so yeah like um yeah i mean i do remember talking about last year but i forgot about it man it's, it's just you know so much stuff comes up literally like you know i get so much new data i forget about the old and and it's it's hard to go back to my old catalog and try to find stuff just because it's just I've been doing it for so long now. But appreciate you, man. Um, all right. So what else you guys got on your radar? Uh, what else you keep an eye on? Anything coming up that's worth mentioning to the audience or what you're seeing or anything like that? Uh, let me know. I want to find out because uh, once again, as I mentioned, it's it's probably a thousand subject matters that impact our lives in one way or another. And uh, I'm sure certain people focus on more things than others. So I'm really gonna keep my eye on events surrounding the federal reserve note aka the dollar just because that's kind of what drew me into this whole monetary literacy um idea in the first place just because I was fascinated with just the, what happens to currencies when governments destroy them so I'm gonna definitely try to keep my eye open more towards dollar related subjects so uh I that's why I rely upon you guys to bring other subjects related to the financial system, the political system, geopolitics or the health scandal that's still being pushed on our throat Just because um, it's always good to stay in tune with a lot of things. And of course, you know, for my believers, it gives us something to pray for, man. Like literally, there's so much stuff being thrown our way. You know, we literally need to be spiritually charged daily to just fight the good fight of faith just because your faith is tested one way or another. I mean, think about what's happening, you know, with the current you know em- employment side of things for people like a lot of people are being pressured financially whether it be expenditures or this and that or whatever it. It just you know it's always something that we can you know need to pray for man and pray for each other so I'm gonna try- get back to that as well just you know get caught up in so much stuff I forget stuff anyway hello caller whats your name we call from uh, how are you Mike I'm doing good my friend what's say out tonight
1: a little confused with this whole dollar thing can they if they start to hyperinflate, that's something that could take off quicker do you think they don't think a certain length of time this whole thing i mean you know i don't quite get that either where just because they say you know we're not going to use a dollar anymore maybe for big business type stuff but the people love the dollar all mm-hmm. over the world so right i'm wondering where do you think
0: how that's all going to play out great question man so i think uh if if that rumor uh there being a certain day time that all the assuming the brick plus nations have all agreed upon because those are the ones that i'm sure would have the ball to try to pull something off of this magnitude because it, it it makes it so that you can't single one currency one country so the u.s couldn't respond with a you know a false flag on an event in that country if, if like if 100 plus countries decide to jump on board and so ultimately saying that we won't ship nothing to the u.s unless you give us something other than dollars, which means right there everything stops. So everything that's not already booked for and paid for already is not coming. So that means literally we're going to go through a major cramp of not having certain things, which I believe is plays into the whole supply chain issue. And then moving forward, everything will flow in whatever currency they choose. It's just more humping here. And now, as far as the dollars is concerned, people, especially the populace in other countries, still rely upon the dollars as their savings me- mechanism. So it's still going to be utilized now. You know, at what point does it people realize that, hey, if I can't spend these dollars no more because my vendors locally in my country don't take them because of this, you know, sanctions that the world placed on the U.S. and the SWIFT system. Then at that point, it's like, you know, trade them in and get rid of them as fast as you can. And how they all get back here, because a lot of them, especially Argentina, they're in paper form. And so I'm not sure how they all get back here. So it might be a long, drawn out process, but I think the initial shock will be immediate because the financial markets will respond here. Uh, to where it, it'll, it'll, it'll 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 be obvious that the world has rejected uh, the US in reference to uh, you know the financial system so but as far as hyperinflation, I don't know how that'll play out never lived during a time like that so uh, it'd be a first for me but I'd imagine that you know the price of goods and services will go up because a lot of people are gonna want more of the dollars that they do have just because of the lack of goods coming in so prices are gonna go up for sure.
1: Okay, well, what do you think about dry powder? I mean, um, would you still hold back quite a bit of dry powder and look for a fire sale on gold and silver? You think gold and silver were dumped with this stuff? Or, you know, if you got a bunch of cash you're hanging on to, you know, I don't know if you to go all heavy, you know, metals or hold on to some cash.
0: And that's going to be the, the question of the century because previous events that were financial issues, whether it be recessions or whatever, you're always told to make sure you have some extra cash for the fire sale of anything and everything when it's on sale. But if it's a currency issue, which we've never had in any of our lifetime to where the currency is rejected by foreigners. Cause I also saw an article, little side note, but China is steadily dumping treasuries because they're preparing for something too. I, I you know it's cash will still be handy within our country for a short period of time until people realize the currency is the problem. So, it'll still work, but how much to have, where to park it at, stuff like that. That's a gamble because the, it's good to say the banks won't be readily giving cash uh, anymore because this plays into the whole idea of trying to usher in a CBDC stuff. So it's going to be some issues. It's going to be a lot of chaos, man. So that's why I'm like, you know, the people sitting on like Warren Buffett, for example, sitting on a hundred plus billion. And of course he got a, he got a call from, from uh, Biden to go meet with Biden. Cause I'm sure he wanted to make sure he was covered somehow, some way. So, I wouldn't know how having too much cash on our currency reset will play out, but I know the ultimate form of liquidity, of course, will be metal. So having a good portion in metals to then get back in the paper, if you need it to, or get back into whatever the medium of exchange is or to buy or barter directly would probably be the most reliable just because that's what is done. in like Zimbabwe, Venezuela, and all those other countries that had currency issues. So, but hey, man, I'm just sharing my thoughts. I don't know. I'm just trying to talk through this as the questions come in, man. What are you, What are you thinking?
1: Uh, I don't know, man. It's time. <laughs> you know, this whole war thing breaks out. Everything could, you know, maybe. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: God forbid what happens. Go for a little loop, but um, you know, I feel like I'm fair, but. Prepared for stuff, but you can't ever tell. You know, they turn the lights
0: off. We're all screwed. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, anything is possible, man, 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 man. Especially, yeah, you're go ahead. Uh,
1: go
0: ahead. No, I was gonna say. I mean, anything is possible, especially if it gets to the point where the U.S. either is or becomes even more desperate because of the how the world's shifting and things are probably getting out of their control to where anything's anything's available. We have got the cyber event. We got another health event. We got grid event we got i mean just war i mean you just you you name it that's what that's how desperate that's how desperate this government can respond in order to to maintain control because it's all about them containing control and the narrative so that whatever comes after all this they'll still be able to say we got the solution we can help the people we can feed you we can do all this stuff like they always love to make promises based upon the problems they create you know (laughs) so hey I don't know man, but you know
1: all the hard work, all the hard work you've put in the last five, six, seven years, you know it's you're in your lane right now, man. I'm getting news first from you, you're on top okay. of it.
0: At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best, it's possible.
1: Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line, it's possible complex specialty care
0: that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. You're working hard things coming out, man. So starting to
1: reap a, a, a lot of, of fruit from the work you've put in and, you. and you know, as the thing gets uglier, we're going to need you even more. So I'll do, appreciate what we do. Love you brother. And, appreciate,
0: appreciate you. Appreciate God too. Right? Appreciate you. Ed. Thanks my man. Appreciate the love. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, that's a that's a good some good thoughts, some good questions there, man. Like and that's where it's just it, it, it is no there's no clear-cut answers for what we're currently witnessing right now. And that's where like I you know, I just and I was from from just go back to the spiritual side of things like other than knowing that, you know, God has me covered, like I literally attempt to p- deposit more into my spiritual account through prayer and through reading the word to just reaffirm myself of what God is capable of doing and just understanding God's nature and, you know, really I'm trying to study God's, the different names that he's been given based upon how he's responded to his children throughout the book, the, you know, throughout history. And you know, the word El Shaddai, which is the God of blessings. And so that's what he is also referred to as. And so I use that a lot, you know, really thanking God for the blessings that he's given me and the blessings that lie ahead for me that I don't see you that may not be quite obvious, but I do believe that El Shaddai, the God of blessings will come through as always, regardless of what happens around me. Like, and I think about, of course, biblical stories about Joseph and his famine, you know, things of that nature, like God has always provided for his own like he has for you and for myself. And so that's one of the things where I'm like, despite all the doom and gloom and the bank fail, I'm like, you know, the, 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 banks and, you know, you know, the currency money and my job and all that, they're not my source. They're just avenues to which my source gets funds to me for my needs. And so he promised to meet my daily needs and I'm great, very grateful for that. So whatever happens out here, you know, I'm like, you know, I feel like I'm covered. So that level of confidence really, you know, it makes me walk with a different little pep in my stuff because God got it. You know what I'm saying? I like flat out, God got it. Can't tell me no, you can't tell me no other way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's just my little way of looking at things. I'm, I'm trying to brainwash myself. Anyway, uh, funky blue, blow, blue <laughs> game over written in a pixelated way. Appreciate you. So with these stickers, are these words already like a part of the sticker or these are additional words? I don't know. Uh, Jason says gold and silver is insurance, and if uh stuff hits the fan, when would make play a huge part uh moving forward? Oh, 100%. Uh, 100%. uh Ryan says precious metals at the medium of exchange in the John Wick series. Oh, that's, yeah, my son went to go see it. I didn't see it. John Wick four is incredible, really. He said it was long, but I don't mind because I'm familiar with the other the other series, so I'm gonna definitely go check it out. Which one of you bought all the one hour silver Wick four bars on AppMax? <laughs> John Wick. I'm going to check that out. Uh, unemployment is skyrocketing. Companies are folding like a de- deck of cards. Yeah. Yeah. That's another That's another concern, man. Uh, I just saw that. I just posted in Telegram The Foot Locker closing 400 stores. <laughs> 400 stores. They talk about within two years or three years, but it's like still. That's crazy. Okay. So he said the stickers with the word embedded into them. Okay. Good deal. Yeah, man, this is Richard. what's happening. So watch. So this week, here's the. Not so bad news for people who have been patiently waiting, anticipating some type of systemic event and just got. And that's I always said before, you don't need to have, you know, 100 million thousand ounces of real money just because the average Joe has none. So having enough in proportion to what you need to sustain yourself now and as I also said in the video like a year or two ago, you're having a national currency insurance policy. And so actually I, I I I need to do it, but let me let me see if I can find it. And see I did I did a video I'll call it uh NCI national currency insurance. Let me see if I can find it. Maybe I can't uh but anyway. All right. But my point was just like But, you know, we're able to insure any and every area of our life and the structure in which they set it up to where you pay your premiums for your life insurance, whatever. It's it's you know, it's relatively small monthly amounts in comparison to the total expectancy of the policy. So, you know, your house insurance, car insurance, you pay, you know, whatever it is. But the odds are that you'll be able to get through that entire policy without actually filing a claim. And therefore, that's how they make money because they're charging premiums for something that you may not even ever have to claim, file a claim for, send it to your national currency. Most people never expect that they'll have to file a claim against their fiat currency as it's destroyed. So it's up to each and every individual to take out their own personal policy on a chunk of change that they deem as something that they don't want to lose that would be uh, saved, or which would be... Um, uh recovered in a sense if your fiat currency goes belly up so just some random thought numbers out there i'm thinking like if you had a hundred thousand dollars uh in your savings account or that, that was all you had you know, you know net worth or whatever you know how how much in ounces would you need to cover that in a worst case scenario and i had to, i worked out some numbers it's just me talking i ain't got no stats or facts to back this up but i'm just thinking like if i was to use insurance comparison and to our fiat currency, insuring our own fiat currency, it was like it would take it was like 30 ounces of silver or 40 ounces of silver or something like that, that if your currency was to be inflated severely or hyperinflated, that one hundred thousand dollars worth of purchasing power would easily be recovered within those 20 to 30 ounces and then exceeded by whatever else happens after you reach that threshold. So. You know, like, for, for example, in Argentina right now. And so Argentina peso right now is 200 or three 300 pesos to $1 or something like that. Had they took taken out a policy in their Argentine peso 10 years ago or, no, seven years ago when I was there last, it was $8 to $1. Had you taken that $8 and purchased a couple ounces of silver right now when it's 300, you would have recouped all that purchasing power and some. Because say for, you know, for eight, ounce, say for eight, eight pesos, you could have got three, three or four ounces or something like that. Seven, eight years ago. Now that same three or four ounces now is what? 15, sixteen, hundred pesos. So you see the see the, the difference in accumulation of purchasing power, because ultimately speaking, you get a, you'll get a little bit more of actual goods and services now rather compared to the average Joe who's still sitting on paper pesos and paper, they're literally, they're, they're losing day by day by day by standing on paper. So that was just some stuff I did a while ago. It it was just something that I was trying to, I was trying to encourage myself to accumulate and to save more in metals just because it's, it's, you know, when you look at a screen, you see numbers, you have an emotional attachment to it. We have, we are past the point of needing to sever that emotional connection with digits on a screen just because, um, we're witnessing right now, like when confidence breaks and you can't go get what you think is yours, like okay, you know, you, I'm sure that gut feeling of like feeling like you lost or re- stay at the risk of losing it's nerve wracking, man. That type of stress, which is going to ramp up even more, is not comfortable. So, anyway, I'm just ranting. Uh, David says, Do you see the CBDCs being implemented with uh uh entitlement programs first essentially with those that cannot say no first or do you see them rolled out to everyone at the same time <sighs> great question um i think it's going to be universal man i think it'll you know it'll be okay so okay okay so i i think it'll be it'll be issued universally uh because as the way things are playing out right now it's looking as if like europe and the u.s and asia you know, like there may be a complete globally systemic event to where the banking sector is shut off because governments and central banks are not going to allow depositors to continue to remove their funds. Let me share this with you. Let me share this with you real quick. Um, Let me share this with you real quick. Something that I meant to. um, uh, Yeah, so I, I meant to do a video about this, but I didn't. So th- this is what this is what we face in the next couple of weeks. This is real. This is real. Listen to this. And so this was I'll mention I was going to talk about this on Friday with Mario, but it just we got it got away from it. But uh, city CEO, Fraser warns, mobile money is a game changer for bank runs. So basically what, what this is getting at is that like previous bank runs, people actually went to the store. Today's bank runs are mobile where people go on their phones and transfer funds to bigger banks or to external institutions. Like so people may have, you know, fifty thousand dollars an account. Some people like $50,000. Let me go ahead and transfer. I'm going I'm to go buy $25,000 worth of gold. I'm going to go buy $25,000 worth of crypto. And so that's $50,000 removed from their system. And it's all done from the swipe of their finger. That is a problem for the banks. And at the pace of funds being relocated with, with, within the system and without the system, I can see them literally deciding to, you know, ha- there's going to be more cell phone banking issues. There could be more mobile banking issues coming up. Because they wanted to tear people from moving their funds, and at the very best, they would prefer to you go down to a bank, and stand in line and 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 you know not be able to get access to it, than just from your comfort of your home, swipe and swipe and send and and you're done, and it puts them on the hook for having to cover up these losses. So, point in case is within the next month or two, don't be surprised if mobile banking has issues or gets canceled or they're gonna dial back or start issuing limits on how much you can move you know within a certain time frame because of the issues uh with the banking sector right now so that's just a little side note but back to the question about cbc CBDCs, i think because of this mobile banking issue that they're having now controlling controlling the way funds flow they're gonna probably you know, you know somehow some way you know hit a switch cut a switch off plan an event that will be the excuse as to why no more currency can move from anybody's account and then they're going to try to go through the legislative process to then issue a CBDC. And let me share something with you uh, that one of the community members put in the telegram that I was in the process of trying to do some research on before I mentioned it. But it's relevant now um, and it has everything to do with the CBDCs and it's playing right into what I was talking about a week or two ago about the need for uh, legislation at the state level let me see if i can find it so it's a list of all the states that apparently have some form of legislation on the books right now that is trying to change the ucc code and so what what i'm what i'm guessing is that in order to really have everything ready to go to congress they gotta change it down at the very very core of our uh legal system and the ucc being the primary and the oldest structural uh let me see i I can't even think of what what but but part of the structure it is but it's that important to where they're doing it now and as i go through here give me one second i want to find here we go bam okay Let me grab this copy link. Give me one second here. And I'll share this with you. Copy message link. Yes. So let me just show this with you here. And and for my people who want to do a little homework, just out of curiosity. Uh shoot, let me grab it. So let me okay. So I can't grab it directly. But hold on one second. You guys gonna want to see this? You're gonna wanna see this. I'm sure you will watch this. So here is something. That I encourage if you would like to. Let me gotta copy, paste, send it somewhere else, tag it, track it, trace it. Um, <clears throat> bear with me, bear with me. It'll be worth it. Copy link. Okay, so this is something that you guys can take a look at if you like. Here's on the screen right here. Let me all right. Bear with me, it'll be worth it. I promise you. All right, so here is some things worth checking out so i was in the process of trying to you know validate one or two of these states and i was in a in a car waiting so i couldn't really get into it in depth but here are some things that might be of interest to understand so this is something that was pinned in the chat it says here's a list of states and bills that will facilitate the implementation of cbdc's says if you don't want the Biden crime family exposed, jamming the World Economic Forum, CBDC down your throat. You need to fight. You need to fight this. Look at the substack if you need to know what to do about it, whatever, whatever. So this is from whoever, but just this snapshot here. So if you guys can see here, these are all bills that as of right now, 2023 have all been introduced. And so here are some bills, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado. So within these bills, they're saying that there's framework in there that has to do with the UCC code and the changing the definition of money which is the UCC code is and of course you know constitutional, whatever you know said gold and silver but the UCC is like the international standard of business and commerce that's why it's important because they're they're trying to implement the verbiage of a digital asset digital currency digital this digital that and so if all if this is true and all these states here are trying to implement some type of verbiage restating that currency is digital yada 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 then this plays into the fact that between all these states trying to pass something this year next year whatever that'll change the wording on the ucc code which makes it easier i'm sure for congress to then get some type of bill to say hey you know everything structurally is already verbally done we just got to say yay or nay and you better believe it's going to be easy to say yay We need a CBDC if things are going haywire, if currency is not flowing, if current commerce is stopped because of the banking event, things like that. It'll be a lot easier for Congress to say, sure, you got our stamp of approval. We need to help our people. We need to make sure everybody gets funds. So it's going to be an event first that will lead to a obvious crisis. And then, of course, the solution will be we need to get currency in people's pockets now. Problem, reaction, solution hegelian dialect so long-winded answer but you know for my people who you know you know just type in some of these hb 2270 look them up and see if we see what you see in there because it's good to say they're in there and even with south dakota i think i i showed you guys the writing on south dakota last week or two so that's kind of how i was able to take this with a grain of salt and say okay it might be some validity here so but just you know check it out for yourself if you're interested Anyway, for those who plugged in, man, hit the thumbs up button. Show us some love for the channel if, if we got any new new people hanging out with us. If you haven't already, make sure you hit the thumbs up button. Let's get some calls in. I apologize. I missed some calls. Hello, Carlson. Where are calling from? Hey, Steve. we leaving tonight again. Steve. Give me to me, man. What you got?
2: <laughs> hey, uh, Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we didn't you – know, you brought him up the other day. Yeah. Nobody really commented on, commented on him. But the, the dude is—I don't trust him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the dude—the dude's backed by the Koch brothers,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and and he's did, he did into those secret society things too, uh, etc.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I sent you a video. I sent you a video.
0: Yeah, I got it on the screen right now. Uh, <laughs> Rhonda said it's skulls yeah, and bones, yeah. and he oversaw the uh, torture of Guantanamo Bay.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, so. Uh, what he says about the CBDC and what he will do mm-hmm. could be two different things. Yeah, uh, but given given more information, I'm finding out about him. Yeah, you know, it's part of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's the way it, that that's the way it appears to me, anyway.
0: Right. I I, it, I I just you know I just you know as much as I would like to believe that there's yeah. some people out here who really want to do you know do right and people who love the Lord and want to see change in a good way and get rid of the evil it's just it's just i just i just man i just i don't feel like desantis trump i just man i just it's hard for me to jump on that bandwagon man like i don't know if i'm just if if i'm giving up or if i'm losing hope but it's like i just don't trust these cats man no no
2: no i i i agree he's saying what he needs to say
1: Mm
2: -hmm. um and that's Way it appears to me, but you know, people can watch the video and listen to the information themselves mm-hmm. and see what they think. But, but when when you when you're, you know, when you're funded by the Koch brothers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, you lose me just right there alone. Yeah. Um, they're not
0: gonna uh, they're, they're not they're, 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 they're not gonna return. invest in you. They're not gonna invest in you and, and unless they are gonna get something in return. And it's like you wouldn't accept funds from them knowing that there's gonna be some strings attached to that. They're not doing it just for humanity's sake. They want to see you change things that's going to take funds out of their pocket. They're putting a the down payment in him. So, yeah. <laughs> C- correct. And
2: and he's in the secret society and stuff, too. So, uh, I mean, at that point, okay, I know that he said what he'll do with mm-hmm. the CBDCs, mm-hmm. with not allowing it. Yeah. The larger agenda is what I'm looking at. I'm sitting there I can't. I just can't trust that. Yeah. I, I just can't trust that he's done what he says, especially if he's being funded by these groups. I mean that's that's a that's a, a no brainer for me. Yeah, uh, I, I just can't trust that. Right. That's just like Trump. Trump's still back in the jab.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It, 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 I mean, it, it's like Trump. Come on now. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Hey, say, hey nah, I like, not. yeah, I understand. Man, And, and that's the it's just, it, get, it gets harder as we move forward to really, you know, y- of course, you, you have to, you know, I guess you got to lean on somebody at some point. You know what I'm saying? So if it's either if it's DeSantis or, Cl- or Hillary Clinton, then, of course, I'm going to go with DeSantis. But I know I don't know. But I All believe right. that at some right. point, you know, we, we're going to find out his true colors as well. And then M.W. mentioned, like, you know, his the last two years his administration he says look at his last two years of his uh and trust his administration and granted you know he's you know done great great for florida but then again that could easily be a part of the plan like to, that's how you buy get people to buy in you come in as his white this night shining on night shining arm on a white horse to where you you're gonna of course attract attention if you're the only person out here to being disruptive people gonna love you because what else we got we ain't got nobody else who else out there really turning who, who out there really causing problems? They got some people out there but you know it's just it's just not many so you're gonna stand out <laughs> and if you happen to do a good job of being a good great communicator hell you, you, you're gonna get a lot of people's votes so i just hope i just hope he's genuine like yeah, that. i, I don't I, know his heart only the lord does but i just hope and pray that you know the lord the lord can definitely use him for good i'll leave it at that hey well
2: let's let people let people watch the video and and take in the information and check the information yeah but I don't trust it. Yeah, I don't trust. I
0: don't trust him. I, I, I hold uh, so, out from trusting so them until I see something that really, really, really gets me to buy in. Because right now I'm not sold. To me, it's hype. Until yeah. let them call out. Let them call out the name of a couple of people that uh, we know are disrupt them. Then we can start talking, talking, having having a different discussion <laughs>
2: Exactly. Hey, and the other hey, thing man. is stuff going on etc blah 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 yeah um uh i'm just waiting on <laughs> number one if you don't have a solar generator get one <laughs> if, you, if you don't have the, the uh, solar generator to uh to the electricity stuff, mm-hmm. they've already said they're going to take it out so we are seeing we've already seen that from coast to coast mm-hmm. that they're doing it
1: yeah
2: so you got to get it right. but at the same time here's the flip side of Ordered mine back in back in December, and I'm still waiting on it. Uh, I'm still waiting on it now. And I called them last week. Yeah. It originally was supposed to be March. It was supposed to be March. I called them uh, the other day, and oh uh, well, you know the the, the, the supply chain mm-hmm. stuff still coming over. Stuff still coming over from China all of those, all of those things are made in China. Yeah, everything. Blue, all
0: the parts, blue. all the parts and knickknacks for all these gadgets coming in China. Them,
2: all of them are made from China. So, so you can look up all the big boys that are out there, Blue Yeti, uh, EcoFo, um, Zender, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what's some other ones that are out there, didn't you? all okay, of them. Blue and,
1: Yeti, and, uh, <laughs> and, 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 it's and, a great government.
2: Yeah, all of them. And yeah. you can, you can call, you can call all of them and you know, all of them are backed up. Mm-hmm. All of them are backed up. Uh, I prefer to get, I prefer to get the product. Yeah. Um, you know, cause all of them are good. All of them are good. Yeah. Um, they do what they, do, they supposed to do when guys go out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah but, yeah. but I'm sitting there going, if, if, if I don't have the product in my hand and this banking thing collapses, mm-hmm. I, I mean, with my product, right, <laughs> it's, and, and so that's kind of a flip
0: side. If the banking situation goes down between now and the time that stuff arrives, you can't call, and get your money back, and a refund. And all of a sudden, they phone going oh, to right. their phone service going to go off. <laughs> exactly. Well, well, here's the beautiful thing.
2: Here's the beautiful thing about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 quite a few of those companies are out here mm-hmm. um, in, in in Silicon Valley. So I'm going to get into car this week. I spoke to a representative on the phone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get in the car and drive down to their headquarters Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and get some questions.
0: Hey, shoot some video and send it to us. I love to post it, repost it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because
2: yeah, the those questions aren't satisfactory. Yeah. I want my money back.
0: Hey, <laughs> good luck with that, man. But hey, appreciate you calling good back, anything. man. Thank you for the updates. All right. Be good. Take care. Yeah. God bless, bro. Yeah. All right, my good people. Uh, we about the, the hour point, man. And, yeah, just, you know, this, this going to be an interesting week, man. But, you know, God got you covered, man. Just, just you know, hang in there, believe. And, of course, one of the things that is becomes obvious, when times get tight, people tend to get tight or stingy. Continue to sow seeds, man. Continue to be a giver and just trust that, you know, God got you covered as always, man. Just because I'm, sure I'm sure you can always say, no matter how tight situations might have been in the past, He's always got you through. Believing your provision is there if you believe in it and trust in it, trust in Him. So He is the ultimate source, not your employer. He's just getting it through them to get it to you. So that's how I kind of look at things. But all right, my people, uh, if you haven't already, hit that thumbs up button. Show your love for the channel. Hopefully you got some value here. Hopefully some insights and caller thoughts and on that you got you thinking. And of course, the biggest thing you can do, knowing that, come tomorrow, I anticipate more volatility. So one thing I do expect to see more interesting information come out of is the price of gold and silver. So, so if the, regardless of what the fiat price does, the premiums more than likely will probably start to stretch a little bit because of the flight to safety. More people will be looking to diversify. And of course, gold and silver will probably be the preferred transfer out of banks into that and everything else. So uh, you might have issues getting what you want, how you want it. So just grab it, hold on to it. Because it cannot go to zero. That is an absolute certainty. <laughs> and so, anyway, uh, just my two cents. But, all right, my good people. Uh, this week going to be a busy week. i got a couple interviews. Uh, I want to get to more people, talk to people, get some thoughts, and insights. I am going to I'm gonna speak to a lot of smarter people than myself. So, I hope you guys enjoy the interviews. And uh, what else? Yeah, back at it tomorrow, man. Same time, same place. Laura willing. And just uh, continue to press forward. But, I want you guys be blessed, be safe, and, of course, get your prayer game up. And actually, let's end with a little bit of prayer. For all my prayer warriors out there, if you want to uh, join in and just get an agreement with me and just, uh, just plead the Lord for guidance and wisdom in this season because this is a great opportunity. This is probably the best time to be alive because we get to actually utilize our faith knowing that we're going to need God's provision and guidance every single step and every day of our lives moving forward, regardless of what you're going through. You know, God is still on the throne, and everything is going to be good. All right. So Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to gather this Sunday night. We just thank you for your continued blessings on our lives and on the works of our hands. We thank you, Father, for the blood of Jesus Christ, which has washed away our sins and given us a clean slate because we are the righteousness in Christ Jesus. And I thank you, Father, for just loving us enough to allow us to be cognizant of just how good you are, how good of a great and powerful and all knowing God that you are, Father. And I thank you for being El Shaddai the God of blessings because we all need a little bit of extra these days, Father. And we ask you, allow us to continue to be a blessing to other people. Allow us to love on other people, treat other people like we want to be treated, and to love you with all of our heart, mind, and soul, and strength, Father. Help us do that in this day and age. And we trust that everything else will fall into place because you are the great I am. Anyway, I love you. Anyway, be blessed, be safe, everybody. See you guys later. Shalom. Did you know that China's hoarding a massive amount of food? They will soon have over two-thirds of the globe's corn reserves, over half of its rice, and over half of its wheat. But when asked about it, China lies. So what does China know that we don't? China is the world's number one importer, relying on the rest of the world to keep their people fed. This makes them the canary in the coal mine when it comes to global food shortages. As Americans, we need to be prepared for potential food shortages. That's where Four Patriot Survival Food comes in. Their kits are compact, stackable, and have received a five-star review for their flavor and taste. And right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by using code RTD at checkout at 4Patriots.com. Don't wait. Prepare today. Once again, use code RTD at 4Patriots.com and save 10% on your first purchase.